Hi, everyone. It is Phil Bailey here, back for another episode of the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. We are on episode 16 of the podcast, and it is February 1st, 2022. So that means something that I'm going to talk a lot about today on the podcast, and that is that the spring market is actually under 50 days away right now. Sometimes the spring real estate market starts a little bit early. Lots of people put a lot of thought into the spring market. And I think that as a buyer, if you're thinking about making a move uh, in that March, April, maybe even into into May uh, range, there's some things that you can do to get ready right now. And I put together a list that I wanted to share with you today on the podcast for London, Ontario. And those are five things that you can do right now to prepare for that spring market before we even set up a first showing or you get into the first house that you want to go see. So I'm going to go through, there's five quick tips here, and I will try to keep it as concise as possible as we go through. So number one is we want to create a budget. So you want to create your own budget because you're the only one that understands how much you're spending on things for your household. Maybe you already have this, maybe you're one of those Excel folks and everything's already all documented, or maybe you have absolutely no idea how much you're spending in, in a month. Uh, I'd say I'd probably fall uh, between those sometimes in my personal uh, personal life, so I understand it. But you want to consider things like groceries, ongoing subscription services, your car payments, if you have any, your car maintenance, how much you spend on gas, those types of things. Because each person's budget is going to be a little bit different, and you want to know how much that you are comfortable spending before you even move on to step two. Step two is that you want to identify the size of the down payment and you want to get a pre-approval with a mortgage professional. So during step one, when you're working on that, that budget, that personal budget, you want to think of how much money do I actually have for a down payment. In Ontario, you want to have 5% down. In London, you want to have 5% down um, at the very, very minimum. And obviously, you want to have a little bit more money as well. Again, I'm not a mortgage professional, so I say let's let's get you in touch with one that's competent in uh, London that can guide you through this uh, this process uh, on, the, on the mortgage side. And there's some excellent mortgage uh, professionals in London that I'm happy to connect you with. So professional mortgage experts are really going to give you what's usually a pre approval letter they can lock in an interest rate for you with interest rates being as low as they are right now and and there is a lot of talk about interest rates potentially going up uh they just had the bank of canada uh just kind of came out and said they were not going to raise them right now but be potentially ready for uh for increases i think march is the rumor right now of course i don't have a crystal ball around that so when you're talking to the mortgage broker they can help you with all these things and a, and a great mortgage broker will be able to give you an idea of what is reasonable for you to afford? What can they what can they approve you for? Then what's reasonable for your budget? And that's why step one is really important as well. And then you can get an idea of what you need to be ready for uh, for costs associated with uh, purchasing a, a house in London. And again, this would this would work even if you already owned a house and you're looking at uh, moving up potentially. You want to talk to that mortgage professional and they can give you an idea, a conservative number of maybe how much your house would probably go for. And then, of course, we can uh, we can work together in that part as well as a real estate agent. Uh, step three 
is you want to put together a list of your your wish list and I'd really divide this wish list into absolute must-haves and nice-to-haves. So for example, things like a three-bedroom uh, in a house having three bedrooms might be a must-have because maybe you have a kid and you need a place for an office and you obviously need to sleep somewhere. So maybe three bedrooms is absolute must-have if the house doesn't have three bedrooms or you can't make three bedrooms, you're just you're not going to buy that house. So that's really important. A nice-to-have could be something like uh, a lot size, uh, maybe, you know, a, a white kitchen, something you really, really like. Um, but if, if it wasn't that, you would still potentially purchase the house. So those are the nice to haves. And I, I'd really divide that list out because buying a home, especially for, for you and your family, is such a personal decision. And there's a lot of things that I can't really help you with in terms of the in terms of the personal things. You know, whether I think that kitchen looks nice and you think that kitchen looks nice, may might be, have completely different views on that. Obviously, there's some standard things that I think most of us will agree on, but that list is really, really important to have together. And you know, if you're buying something with with a uh, a partner, um, you really want to make sure that you have had that discussion together. Because I have seen it before, believe it or not, where people don't completely agree, um, and they really want to have that discussion. As as much as I, uh, I I can try to help you through that process, I am not. I'm not a marriage counselor, so uh, I won't be able to help you with some of those uh, those, those questions. Um, number four is I would set up a conversation with a real estate professional like myself. Um, of course, I'm always happy to help with all your real estate questions. You can get in touch. I'll put my my info in the show notes, of course. But you want to really discuss your wish list and your neighborhood preferences. So again, when you're making that list, think about your neighborhood as well. And then when you move on to step four, when we're actually having a conversation, you can come to it with a lot of really valuable information. At this point, I usually send over, because we're in a, a seller's market, uh, meaning that homes are usually selling for over asking price, and, and I think well, probably nine times out of 10 right now in London, uh, if you look at the stats, I typically send over sales data for the particular home type and neighborhood that you're interested in. Maybe there's several neighborhoods, but if you're looking at homes that are priced at, say, 500000 right now in London, a lot of those homes are actually selling closer to 700,000 in a lot of cases, potentially even more. So almost want to tell clients right now, and this is a very difficult thing to do, but don't really focus too much on asking prices and instead really focus on the real data of what someone was willing to pay for the house on offer day. Um, so that's one thing that we can definitely go in our conversation about. I can give you some helpful tips of really why those sold prices are, I think, going for around where they're going for and what I'm seeing in the market. Of course, there's some strategies that I think work really well as a buyer, as difficult as it is uh, as a buyer right now in the market. There's some strategies that that I think work exceptionally well. And I, I think I've talked about those a lot in the podcast, but just really having your, 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 your ducks in a row before you're looking at how Houses, and this is one of the reasons for this list as well. So that's number four. Number five, and this is typically where we really start working really hard together on the on the process. And that's when I set up an automatic search. So so the way that I think back in the day people would find houses is they would probably look in the newspaper. Um, maybe they'd see a, a for sale sign up, and they'd uh, and they they'd get in touch that way. Nowadays we have this great invention called the internet. So uh, the way that that uh, that works is that I can set up an automatic search for you. So you can get homes that really match the criteria that we're looking for. 
So maybe you want to see every house that's listed under, you know, $800,000 in London. I can send you a list of that that meets the criteria. I mean, the search isn't perfect. I'll be very honest with you, but it does really hit most of the boxes that you're going to be looking for. So then you're not bogged down with looking at listings that absolutely will not be fitting your must have list in any way. So again, in step five, another thing that, that I'm going to be doing is really showing you that sold data. So even if we do make an offer on a house as we get into the spring market, uh, it's really important to track what homes are actually selling at so you can get an idea because the market's changing. This, is, this isn't an easy market, uh, especially as a buyer. It's almost like you're making decisions as you're going up an escalator. And as you're going up the escalator, prices are changing all over the place. Some of the prices I look at don't make a lot of sense to me and other ones, you know, I completely understand why they're kind of selling that based on the other you know 27 listings that have sold in the area over the last uh, the last few months. Um, so that is a really important step to take because instead of just going to realtor.ca or another website that you're finding homes on and clicking refresh, you're going to miss out if, if you keep doing that and it's going to drive you probably a little, a little crazy. So the automatic search can be really, really helpful. And of course, at that point as well, I'm also keeping an eye out for things like coming soons, uh, potential exclusive listings. And really, if you use those five steps in the process, so I'll just kind of review them really, really quickly again for you. So number one, you want to create that budget, your personal budget, know how much money you're spending. Number two, identify that size of your down payment, get a pre-approval with a mortgage professional, talk to a mortgage professional that you know and trust uh, so you can get an idea of the, the financing side. Number three, put together that wish list, must-haves and nice-to-haves. Number four, let's chat. Let's set up a conversation to, to talk about it, and I can send you sold data and, of course, lead you through the process of how it works when you work with a real estate professional uh, like myself. Number five, get that automatic search going. And then, of course, when a home hits the market that you want to go see, we can go take a look at that 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 home and get an idea of if it's a good fit for, for you and your family. So this process you know, that we're starting now, it could take a little while. So that's why I say these are the five things you want to be doing now. Uh, if you're looking at buying in the spring, the last thing you want to do is be late to the party. Uh, most of the people that I'm working with right now have already been thinking about these things uh, ahead of ahead of the game, and some of them obviously are buying a little bit sooner. But for the folks that are thinking about this this spring market that's going to be coming upon us, and typically that's when we see a lot more listings hit the market, we might also see a lot more buyers hit the market as well. So I want to give you every advantage possible in the London, Ontario uh, real estate market as a buyer, and uh, those are some of the ways that I think are really important to do that. If you have any questions about that, uh, again, you can always email me um, or text me. My uh, my direct number for text is 226-977-2348 uh, or you can email me at philbailey at roylepage.ca at any time with any questions. I got a couple texts after the last show and it was really cool to just kind of connect with some people that you know I haven't connected with in the past. So you know please let me know if you're if you're listening. It really really means a lot and if you have any ideas for future shows or things you'd like me to touch on, I would be happy to do that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has a wonderful Friday and I will be back very soon. Have a great day.